Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast, this podcast, this podcast is Intel Enhanced. Recording. Oh. Light is flashing. Light is flashing. Great. Do you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to say, hi, everybody, and welcome to Making the Cut. This is our podcast where Michael Douglas and I, Davina McCall, recommend things that you never need, knew you needed. Yeah. You blew it there. And you're a professional as well. You messed it up. Like you're at the top of your game. It's because I was looking at your face on the Oh, really? on the FaceTime, yeah. and you looked so proud of me when I pulled out something <laughs> professional at the beginning of this show, and I messed it up. Um, what is it? The true perfection has to be imperfect. Did you know that? And what you well, did I'll there, take that. Yeah, what you did there was made, made it imperfect, which in turn made it perfect. So it's always worth remembering that. You know who said that? No. Noel Gallagher. It's not very impressive, is it? You were hoping That's it was very impressive. Kind of, you were hoping it was some kind of uh, religious figure or Nelson Mandela. He's almost a religious like figure. <laughs> yeah, possibly. What side of Hades he sits on? Uh, yeah, Moss side. To see. <laughs> Moss, the, the Moss side of Hades he sits on. Uh, how are you doing? You all right? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I know that both of us have had ridiculously busy days. Yeah. And here we are. Normally, we record this podcast at 2.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's quite late. It's quarter past 10 at night. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, which is why we couldn't do a live one on Monday, really. I've just been so engulfed with work. Um, and basically, it's work from home. Like, I, uh, I'm not doing anybody's hair, just in case anyone's going crazy about that. Um, I, I'm making some video content at home for some clients that I work for that make hair products. Um, but what's interesting? What's, oh, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say what's funny about that is when somebody goes, "Just, just film me." Yeah. A couple of just, just minute long things. Just, just two minute long things. It takes yeah. hours. Oh. I've, ne- I've never appreciated film crews more than I appreciate them now. Yeah. They are so important. I totally agree because you just can't possibly think of everything like what the camera's doing, what it's focusing on. If you're filming yourself, like there's bits of me that are out of focus. There's bits of me that doesn't match up with the other bits. There's continuity problems. If you film the same thing two or three times, you realize you're holding a product at one point and then you're not holding it in the next take. And there's so many things that have gone wrong. And when I sat down to edit them tonight, it's just like, oh God, I've got my sleeves rolled up on that take and not on that take. And it's just like, Argh. I'm so slack as well. Cause I had like a massive loop of hair. You'd have literally done your nut. Oh really? And, and I just put it out. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've, screw I've, it. yeah I've totally yeah. like let go of all. Yeah. You all know, of that stuff. You've let go. All of that stuff. I've just let go. Full yeah. stop. 
So what is quite <laughs> funny though is that I'm on this morning tomorrow. So we're recording this on Tuesday night. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you is, will have been on this morning. So, so I will have week. been on this morning on Wednesday morning. So I'm going on tomorrow morning because there's an anonymous hairdresser out there doing hair. He's, she's going around to people's houses and doing that. <gasps> and uh, the client is also coming on the person's hair she's doing. And they're actually going to go on this morning, anonymously, <gasps> the client and the hairdresser to say, yeah, this is what we're doing. And, you know, and tough luck. That's what we're going to do. And I'm supposed to go on there really and kind of go, look, I, you know, I understand you might be short of money and you might find it difficult to say no, but you really shouldn't be doing this. Like it's cr- Well, I think crazy. the difficult thing, I think the difficult thing is, is that she probably really needs to work. But mm. at the same time, a hairstylist is going to be going from house to house to house to house, which multiplies yeah. your chances of catching this terrible virus. And spreading I, it from house and, to house. And being a super spreader, yeah. So I'm a bit worried about it, really, because, you know, I, do, I, feel, I feel a bit sorry for her, because if she feels compelled to put herself at risk, then I understand she must be a, 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 in a tricky place in her life. And who am I, I to think say you what say that. Do? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely will say that. But I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be uh, Piers Morgan on TV and, and start kind of telling people that they're... No, well. but that's not, <laughs> it, that's not in your DNA. No, it's not. I mean, but, you know what's I'm interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm going to talk, I'll talk about it now just because mm. it's coming up. And I, it's just a very brief thing. But you know, one of our um, lovely listeners suggested that I watch New um, Amsterdam because New Amsterdam, yeah. I am a massive fan of medical dramas um, it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I haven't fully plugged into Amazon Prime yet. But I haven't really. I didn't go with Top Gear and Jeremy yeah, Clarkson yeah. and all those guys. I just sort of haven't done it yet. But mm-hmm. this series is the morning show for Amazon Prime for me. Okay. The thing that's going to kickstart my whole enjoyment of it. Guess what it got on IMDb? Seven point three. 8.1. Whoa. I mean, I haven't heard anybody slag it off. Nobody's gone, that's ah, all right. Because a, yeah. a few people did do that about the morning show. It was like, yes. oh, it started good, and then it was a bit blah, blah, mm. blah. But nobody's ever said, oh, New Amsterdam, yeah, it's all right. They've all gone, oh, wow, it's amazing. This hospital is a city unto itself. We perform the world's first C-section and the world's first maternity ward. I know the history. The dean makes me tell it to every new medical director. And how many of those have you worked with? Five in five years. Will everyone in the cardiac surgical department please raise your hands? Great. Great. Thank you. You're all fired. Any department who places billing above care, you will be terminated. So, how can I help? And the thing I love about it, I mean, the morning show was heavy hitting stars. Mm-hmm. New Amsterdam, even though Ryan Eggold, um, who's the lead actor, he is, mm-hmm. you definitely recognize him. You're not quite sure how. Um, up until about three years ago, he was man in cloakroom. He was barista number okay. two. You know, when you look at hey. his um, CV, those are the kind of, but Ryan Eggold is Dr. Max and he is the, um, the lead in this series. He's the new medical director and he sort of basically breaks all the rules to heal the system. It's like at America's, um, mm-hmm. what are they? It's a public hospital. Okay, yes, yes. A public yeah. hospital. So 
Um, and he's a really good guy, but he just will not take no for an answer. He's very charismatic and he is really quite extraordinary. He never quite does what you think he's going to do, but he kills people with kindness. And when I was watching the first two episodes, I kept thinking about you. He really reminds me of you. And this is then. why he's really hot. <laughs> but this, no, but this is why I think you're going to be fine. This is kind of a very roundabout way of saying you're going to be amazing on this morning because oh, okay, good. you can say difficult things, but you can say it in a way that is so disarming and lovely mm-hmm. because you okay. are that person. You haven't got a mean bone in your body yeah. and you're a good person. Well, and you mean well. I do mean well. You're absolutely right. So that's at yeah. the core of you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much indeed. Um, there was a bit of me that was thinking, why have I agreed to do this? It's not really my area. But then I think, well, you know, I am the hair guy on this morning and this is a hair feature, so I should probably get stuck in. And you can do it in a way that is nice. Yes. Well, I'm going to try. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens. And generally speaking, <laughs> I've found if someone's difficult or controversial, they'll be difficult and controversial without you having to stir them up at all. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And in fact, you, you might be able to help them not be too difficult and controversial mm. and, yeah. and steer them out of trouble. Uh, well, good. Thank you for that. Because, um, you know, it's made me feel a bit better. Uh, maybe I should just watch an episode of New Amsterdam for a bit of Oh. You, uh, you oh. will not be disappointed. Ah. And the episodes are 43 minutes long. Yeah, that's about good, isn't it? That's about good. So I think it's perfect. Yeah. You're tired, don't worry, I'll talk. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> I wish I'd taken Albert's <laughs> And there's, there's, it's just, it's really, really, I, I, there are too many things that I could spoil about it. Okay. But there's a huge twist in the first step. I mean, the pilot app, quite often with pilot apps, you see something that gives you a kind of flicker of inspiration. Mm-hmm. But this pilot app was straight in there, hard hitting and absolute, I cannot wait to get to the next episode. Hang on, let me look back while you're Yeah, talking. yeah, just taking a picture there. Okay. Um, so you, I, th- I think that this is a medical drama that you and I will both enjoy. Okay, well, that's great. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly looking for something new to watch. I have started watching The Last Dance. So um, I had a friend of mine who, uh, who I used to work with, and hopefully I'll work with again, uh, messaged me last night and said, oh, my God. Well, no, she put it on Instagram, The Last Dance. Oh, my God. And this is about the Chicago Bulls and um, Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Now, I have no oh, interest yes. in basketball. I've never watched basketball. Um, I thought that t- three or four people had said, you've got to watch The Last Dance. So... I thought, oh God, go on then. You know, I had like 45 minutes to kill the other day and I thought I could just do with chilling out or something. So I put, I put it on and by the end of the episode, I was like, wow. You guys not allowed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what time is it? Big My mentality was to go out and win at any cost. Jordan is the most talented player in the NBA by far. The show of the 90s, the team of the 90s. How you doing? Whenever they speak Michael Jordan, they should speak Scottie Pippen. We created an image that people want to live up to. I think that's all you can hope for. So how many apps are there? Maybe eight. I don't really know. Oh, wow. I just watched episode one. It was about 45 minutes long. 
It talked about Michael Jordan, like where he came from, what he was about. Because I don't know if you know, but he's not particularly tall for a basketball player. There's no reason. No. There was no reason why he was going to be the greatest player on earth. Like nobody really saw it coming. And there's a bit where the, the clubs choose who they want to take on as a scholarship. I, I assume it's yeah. something like that. And, um, you know, the, the, the clubs came up and, and he was like fourth in line to be chosen. Nobody, wasn't like anybody really wanted Michael Jordan. They knew he was good, but they didn't really. And the I get Sh that feeling. And the Chicago. I, I used, that used to be me. Oh, yeah, totally, right? Mm. Um, and me the same. Um, but the Chicago Bulls took him. Now, the Chicago Bulls were a failing team. You know, their audiences were a third of the stadium was getting filled every game they played. They didn't do very well mm. ever. So, obviously, he went there. But I don't know if you know what happened to that team, but that team no. went on to be the most successful basketball team in the history of America. Wow. And it was largely built around this one guy, Michael Jordan, who was a young, young guy at the time, you know, so this is about 1983. But I think once they realized, like, what he could do, they just were like, oh, my God. And literally everybody who saw him play just went, oh, he's not just the greatest player the Bulls have had. He's the greatest player in the world. Like, you can see it instantly and it, it's but the, he stayed there he stayed there right he up until 1998 yeah Isn't and I don't know but the documentary is for some reason that final year 97 to 98 which the coach called the last dance hence the name of the show um they, they allowed unprecedented access to a film crew to film for that final year of his career and the coach was already told that that's the last year he would be coaching the Chicago Bulls. And the idea was that they were going to transform the club after that. So they all knew it was their last season, really, or their, their last chance to, to do that. Despite it being the, the most successful club ever, they were going to dismantle mm. it. So yeah. I don't know much about it. I've only watched episode one, but I'm absolutely in it. And everyone I've spoke to about it's gone, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I can see why, wow. because it, it has the same energy that that Coldplay documentary had which is that somebody starts off young nothing in particular yes and then all of a sudden they have an interest they develop a skill and they literally become everything you know well it's inspiring isn't it it's completely inspiring so it doesn't really matter if you don't like basketball or you know like America or whatever you know it, and there's something a, so lovely brilliant. about somebody who isn't doesn't have the qualities that normally are expected of a yeah. basketball player, you know, they'd look at him and go, don't be ridiculous. Mm. You're not tall enough, you know. Yeah. But you don't, what, you don't have it. And like, he did. Yeah. Well, we remember we said that, you said that to me about David Byrne, the singer of Talking Heads. Yeah. Imagine somebody saying, you're never going to make it with a voice like that. Mm. It's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just, I love that idea um, that it doesn't really matter what people say. Mm. you know there's always this possibility that if you're good at something you're gonna absolutely make it you know mm. um and uh, i think that's well and if you're hard. if you're good but if you work hard yeah. being good's not enough no it's not is it um it's the hard to, work you, bit you have to be better than everybody else um, yeah but you know it's interesting because i always say about my job is that i don't think i'm any better than anybody else i just feel like i work harder mm. I worked harder at the beginning. Okay. I got so much experience mm. and I worked seven days a week, 15, 16 hours a day. And I loved it. And I learned and I learned and mm. I learned and I learned. I, I worked really hard. I think you are better than everybody else. 
Um, so <laughs> now that may well be as a result of because you worked so hard. But, uh, you know, you might be doing yourself a disservice there. I've seen you in action for 20 years, like it, some quite amazing things uh, I've seen. So there you go. Uh, you're extremely good at your job. Um, uh, so I, I wasn't going to review the last dance, uh, but it just popped into my head because I've only seen episode one. So I will give it a more thorough review maybe next yes. week once I've seen a few more eps of it. But if you're stuck for something to watch, like, oh, it's really good. And like I say, it doesn't matter if you don't like basketball. It's nothing to do with basketball, really. It's to do with the human spirit. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Are you on TikTok? Uh, I, I am. I just joined. Because my social media-like channels have gone a bit crazy since lockdown because of all the hair advice I've been giving, um, I thought, oh, I wonder if I should spread myself across a couple. I don't use Twitter very much. I don't use Facebook very much. So I'm immersed in Instagram. And I thought, TikTok seems to be where it's at. I'll get myself an account. I, don't, I can't remember what I'm called on the MD London One or something like that. Um, and yeah, I've not uploaded anything. I've just watched Ant and Deck uh, messing about. That's about and what, what, I bet their TikTok's quite good. Yeah, very good, actually. Very funny, yeah. Um, because it's an interesting place, TikTok. I don't think, I think if I went on it, I think I might be a bit cringe. I mean, I think it's because I've got three children, 13, mm. 16, 18. Um, I don't know if they could handle it. I just <laughs> think everything that I did on there would be so embarrassing. What on earth anyway, you post? Anyway, yeah. I've, I've, what they do at night, um, because I, I hate them all day, they come up to me and they show me things and they yes. go, look at this, look at that, look at this all the time. And I say, I don't want to look at your... TikTok videos. I just don't have, I can't keep looking at videos. So I said, everybody gets, you know, 20 minutes in the evening to show me their 20 minutes worth of favorite TikTok videos. And that's mm -hmm. it. I'd, well, I've started really looking forward to these 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. These are some of the cleverest, funny. Do you remember Vines? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Vines was the same sort of thing. You would get absolutely amazing creativity on here from kids that are just mucking about who might never go into television or video or editing yes. or anything creative but who absolutely have an eye for comedy for yeah. drama for pathos that can dance i mean just a, just a a quick it started in china did you know that it's founded uh, Chinese. Didn't, I didn't know that. No. Who owns so, it now? Is it still on? Um, it's called Zhang. He's called Zhang Yimin, and he started Bike Dance, and he is the ninth richest person in China. Wow, the ninth richest person in China. Ninth richest person in China in February 2019. Um, yeah. It had one billion downloads. Wow. It's, it's a universal language. It's translated into something like 170 different languages around the world. Um, and it launched in 2017 and then launched in the US. Do you remember Musical.ly? That yes, another app. I do. So yeah. music, I love Musical.ly. Mm. And Musical.ly um, merged with um, TikTok and it was then they just went mad. And by two months after they merged, it was the most downloaded app in America. Wow. And in America, 52% of the users are iPhone users. And basically, it's kind of, I think it's kind of neutral gender bias. Like, it doesn't really, it's not 
aiming towards boys or girls. Or girls. It's, yeah. it's, but I was quite surprised that it actually skews male slightly. It's oh, 44% really? girls, 56% male. Are you surprised by that? I was. I don't really know because I, I know YouTube skews towards men quite considerably. I wonder if it's the, mm. vid the video format, whereas Instagram is uh, more of a stills format. I wonder if that has something to do with it. But that is fascinating. Mm. And only 41% between 16 and 24. I thought that the massive majority of people on there would be 16 to 24. Only 41%? Really? In the States. Okay. God, that's quite amazing. But 90% of people that have got it check it every single day. Wow. Well, I, I'm one of the 10%. Cause I think since I downloaded it, I've only checked it once. So, um, Chuck, do you know how many followers the person that is uh, the most followed person on TikTok has? Um, should I know the most followed person on TikTok? No, you won't no. know her. Okay, wow. So I'm guessing they've got like 15 million or something like that. 50. 50 million followers? Yes. Whoa, that's impressive. So she's called Charlie D'Amelio and she does dancing. Okay. And um, she started off by doing various little things, but then she started doing this little dance on mm. there. And she did one specific amazing dance. I mean, she is a great mover. Yeah. But what's really clever is they have tailor made their dancing to fit a phone size. So you can't do too much moving around. Yes, yes. You have to fit inside. So you do things like catch a woe, or there's another move where they do this kind of roll and then this thing with a leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me this. Um, I've, I've shown it. Have yeah, I shown yeah. you it? Well, you've sent me a link to somebody doing yeah. it. They, they open yeah. the bridge. And oh, then yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the t well, those are the push, comedians. Push They're back so push funny. Back. Okay. Yeah, the throw it back. Throw it back. No, throw it back was the, is this. Oh, anyway, yeah. Charlie D'Amelio has got 50 million followers. But the thing is, you don't know who she is. No. And okay. I don't know who she is. But all kids... All kids on TikTok, everybody on TikTok knows who she is. And she's getting some severe hatred out there as well. Oh, is she? And she posted something yesterday, um, which was to a TikTok tune. So she was miming along to a tune and it, was, it said, I'm just a kid. And then it cut in all these horrible comments about her. And then she said, I'm just a kid again, horrible comments. And then pictures of her crying because all the stuff that people say about her. So you think as much as you, these kids seek out attention and have you gone viral and are you getting all the likes, but when it comes to you, they're not equipped yeah. because when it comes that internet hatred, as we know, oh, is really it's hard. Horrible. It's horrible. They're in hot water about royalties because so many tunes get used for all the dances and everything. Oh, okay. And people aren't really getting paid royalties. So they're in a mm. bit of hot water about that. And also, they are responsible for breaking songs. So do you remember that song from last year, The Old Town Road? No. I'm going to make my horse. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... Billy Ray Cyrus. Yep. Um, but the, then um, Little Naz uh -huh. took it and uh, turned, it, turned it into, like, the biggest, biggest song of 2019. Well, right. that was all from that was all from TikTok, but they also have worries about data, like okay. their actual like. Yeah, yeah, you're. They you're... absolutely they know where you are, what you're looking at, the swipes. That on, can you imagine on a billion downloads how much data they've got about Ooh, the I world? Sound of that, yeah. Um, 
But I'm going to tell you some of my favourite people uh, Please do. on there. So, do you, have you heard of David Dobrik? Yes. How have I heard of David Dobrik? He is a huge YouTuber. Oh, and he started on Vine. Uh-huh. And then he moved on to YouTube and he does little things on TikTok. But his TikTok is really, really funny. I like comedy. Okay. I like TikTok. comedy. Yeah, anything funny. I just want to laugh, basically. So there's a boy I've shown him to you before. He's called Callum Bolton. He's a young guy. He's with British. The, with the pig. With the pig marmalade. Yeah. I, I love him so much. He's so sweet. I mean, he'd probably hate me calling him sweet, but just seeing a guy being basically sort of sexually harassed by a pig, she clearly loves him. <laughs> um, it is so cute. Um, and also, uh, there's a guy called... <laughs> There's a guy called Tyler Brash, and um, he makes me laugh a lot because he is using TikTok basically as a, he's hoping to be discovered as an actor. Okay. And what they do is they do this, they do this thing where it calls, it says POV. Yeah. And so he put in one of his ones, POV, the moment before we realized we were trapped in a gold mine. Mm-hmm. And he's made a gold mine in his living room or his bedroom or wherever. Right. And he's got lighting and makeup and he's dusty and dirty because he's been in this mine, he's trapped. And he acts a piece to the camera. It's so intense. Oh, really? It, it's really funny, but it's, he's waiting to be discovered. snapped up and mm. discovered. But I thought all those people on there singing and there, there's Tyler yeah, yeah. Acting, acting away. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of boys that can dance on there, and I love boys that can dance. Yes, it's very nice, isn't it? You know, it beats fighting. Uh, oh, <laughs> which it is what certainly they, does. If TikTok was around in the 70s, it would have just been lots of racial abuse and lots of fighting, essentially. But now they're all dancing, right? Mm. Um, as you know, I was a break dancer. Break dancing was. I was mean, a form it of would battling. have been brilliant on here. Yeah, yeah. Break dancing would have been so good on TikTok. If I could get bendy enough, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack out the moves again. I tell you. I'm you gonna... talk about this a lot, so I think you, I'd you like need to, to just yeah. do it. Okay, I'm gonna start uh, stretching. See if I can get me legs. And you've said it in public now. I have. I think I've probably said it on this podcast before. You know, it's the, in the public domain. In the public domain, I've got to pull my finger out, right? So can you send me some of these TikTok people to follow? Well, what's interesting is that I'm not on TikTok. What? I just feel like there's too many things. I love Twitter when it's nice to me. I love, I love Instagram. I do a bit of Facebook for myself. Um, I just don't know if I would be so addicted if I got into TikTok. Mm-hmm. Some of these videos are so intoxicating. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Um, out, I've fallen out of love with Facebook in quite a big, big way recently. Well, as, as a, a personal Facebook, because I use it for family. And yeah, I, I think I'm following a lot of the wrong people. So my feed is full of rubbish, basically. So well, I go, follow. I, oh, yeah, I, this is what I need to do. Cause I, I'll you know, come and help you do that. Yeah, well, I, I need to I probably declutter and get rid of a bunch of people that, that are just posting a lot of drivel. Um, and then start following some people of things that I'm interested in, you know, whether it be music or art or yes. movies or something like that. Because mm. I, I open it and I think, God, I don't want to engage with any of this. And it's not Facebook's fault. It's my fault for just 
creating a world within Facebook that is unappealing to me. Are you um, on YouTube? I am do on YouTube. Do you do that much? Yeah. No, I don't do any. Do you look I mean, at YouTubers? No. I mean, I watch things on YouTube, but never a YouTuber. Um, you do a lot of um, seeking out DIY help and things like that on <laughs> yeah, YouTube, don't you? how to remove a radiator. But that's know, great. How to build a skate park. Yeah, yeah. I what's mean, a, what, are the, what are the major, major things that you've done with the help of YouTube? Well, I mean rewired my salon myself <laughs> I mean, that's probably that's amazing I probably, I probably shouldn't have done that i think i blew a 60 amp fuse in the uh, in the main fuse box downstairs <laughs> christ almighty it could have killed me that um but yeah i mean god just everything and anything you could think of you know uh, certainly plumbing lots of plumbing like uh some disgusting things to do with plumbing which i won't go into now but certainly removing a radiator hanging a door reglazing a window like um oh you know just countless stuff you know damp proof coursing you name it i've done it i mean all the information's there right and i always think well how difficult can it be and then quickly you find out some things are very difficult and should be left to a professional and then other things you think oh i can do this it's no big deal I mean, See, that's what I love YouTube for. But I also, again, love YouTube for laughter. And yes. the other big thing that I think is interesting about social media nowadays, and I do sound like a granny now, mm -hmm. is that I am amongst the people that cannot handle too long content. So if I see a piece of content that's over five minutes, I think I... I can't handle it. It's too long. But you, see, I, I, I don't think that ever. I, I think the opposite. Um, when I want to know something, I want to find the most comprehensive video I can about it. And I'll dedicate seven or eight minutes to watching it so I can find out exactly what I need to know about what to do. But I'm talking about something but, different. If, but if you're talking about entertainment or yes, something funny, I think I want a quick laugh. Yeah, so two That's exactly minutes. it. Yeah. So David Dobrik, who does, I mean... I've just got to warn you right now, I'm a little bit obsessed okay. uh, with David Dobrik. He's, yeah. he's very, How old is he? very young. I would say he's late 20s. Sounds horrible, this guy. He is brilliant. He was born in Slovakia. I know too yeah. much about him. He, was, uh, he moved over here when he was six. No, he moved to the States when he was six. He's got 15 million subscribers on YouTube. Wow. And he's had 6.4 billion views. What does he do exactly? On his videos. Strip. Well, no, he's really, really funny, but happy and charming. So he's the leader of this thing. He's sort of started called the Vlog Squad. He started on Vine. He went out with this uh, Liza girl who was Liza Koshy, who is an amazing YouTuber as well, who I loved a lot. And uh, they broke up on YouTube both of them crying, explaining why they broke I up. Think, the I think weirdest, I saw that. Weirdest thing. Yeah. I, I might have shown that to you. I think you did, yeah. A while back. Um, and he's got this vlog squad, and it's made up of just friends of his and people that are tagging along. He's got Natalie, his assistant, who he plays a big Are They, Aren't They? Okay. Uh, yeah. Game with the public. We're all desperate to know. I'm convinced that in lockdown, they are. For okay. sure. But today I watched his latest vlog. He's not vlogging it in lockdown um, because the vlog squad can't do anything. So he's okay. not going anywhere. But they did get together just before lockdown properly started in the States. And they went around his neighborhood 
and people write in and say, you know, my auntie's having a tough time because he sometimes does these giveaways. And he would shoot a T-shirt cannon at people. He'd sort of call them up and tell them to come downstairs and shoot a T-shirt cannon at them. They'd go, oh, they'd get this David yes. T-shirt. And go, oh, that's lovely. And he'd go, yeah, but there's a present for you inside. Look inside, there's a check for $10,000. <gasps> or he'd sort of stick a stick out of the window and there was something on the end of the stick and they'd pull the thing on the end of the stick off and there's a set of keys and then they'd move his van forward a little bit and behind the van was a beautiful brand new car with a bow oh, on it. Oh, wow, wow. He'd say, that car's yours. I mean, and the cleverest thing about him uh-huh. is that every vlog he does yeah. is four minutes, 21 seconds. Really? That's it? Four every minutes, 21? Okay. Every single one. Well, that's so interesting. He, and what he does is he does his sort of sales pitch advertising things about a minute before the end of the vlog. And you know that the best stuff mm-hmm. is at the end. Okay. So you keep watching. You think, oh, it's only going to be like 30 seconds of advertising. Like, hurry, 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 hurry. And then you get the amazing stuff at the end. Of the oh, vlog. He's, he is very, very, very clever. But he is not. He doesn't make me cynical. Okay. And he feels completely authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think 15 million subscribers is telling him that he is doing the right thing. But I would, I would suggest you watch a couple of things. Okay. They're joyful. They're brilliant. I will. I, well, I love a bit of joy, as you know. Mm. Um, uh, very he's good. Got a really, okay. He's got a really old guy who used to be an actor, or who still is an uh-huh. actor, but there's an old guy who's like our age, or your age even, maybe. What? In his, in his vlog squad. And Not it old. is really funny he okay is what, he's my other favorite character in the vlog squad so is he on tiktok as well or is he just on, on yes YouTube's? he is on TikTok. Uh, david dobrik is on tiktok and the david YouTube's. dobrik yeah d-o-b-r-i-k k okay well that sounds um that sounds fascinating i will check i will check it out and pretend check to be it young, out uh check for it a while. out i mean i, I think I think he's probably, I'm probably going to be irritated by him, I think, is what's going to happen. Yes, you are. Yeah, okay. And it's weird, that, because there's a, I don't want to be irritated by him, but I think I will be. And I, it'll, probably, it'll probably be manifested in some kind of jealousy about the fact that he's <laughs> earning a living by just enjoying himself. And, and will you just wait? He is really enjoying himself. It is yeah, so I think the more he enjoys himself, the more irritated I'll be about it. And that's just me being honest about, about how I'm going to feel about it. I, I hate myself for that. But. but you know what's interesting? I might feel like that about a woman. Yeah. Okay. Great. And you so, might be going, oh, this girl, she's so lovely and authentic. Yeah, okay. She's having the best of her. And I'd be like, well, she's not that great. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm okay. Do that. Like, I'm going to do that She's quite too. funny. I'm going to. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. 
Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Find a vlogger tuber, whatever they're called. <laughs> Some young girl in her late 20s. Oh, she's <laughs> so funny. I mean, <laughs> and I love her. That's what I'm going to say. I love this young woman. What are you dingle dangling? What's that I'm, noise? <laughs> I'm dingle dangling a something, right? It's called Sensate. Now you have one of these because it's been sent to you. Oh not, yes. Not by me, but uh, by Fabio. Now Fabio runs yes. a company called the Makers Department, and he is. Currently... It's amazing, by the way, the Makers Department. We should yeah. pick them up. So I have a, a business in development, and he is an, an industrial engineer, and he's designing me the hair tool i will hopefully launch one day i'm very excited about that. i'm very excited about it too i need it everybody needs it everybody's going to need this tool yeah right? yeah forget the dyson thingy magic forget forget, forget it made yeah it's forget nice. it on the patch on this um but anyway we i, I i've uh, i instructed him a while back to start designing me this thing so he's designed lots of products for all sorts of different companies it's a very small outfit he makes quite individual things but he said to me one day he said oh i've been designing this thing called sensate and i was like oh what is that and he says well it's like a stone he showed it to me it was like a rock and he said one of the trends in industrial design is to design technology out of things so you might have a piece of technology, but you don't make it look like technology. Make it look like anything but. And this thing's like a stone. It looks, actually looks like a pebble from a beach. And he's like, oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. So the ones we've got are, are not the ones he's designed. These are kind of rubbery things. So he's designed the ones after this, but they're, they're all sold out. Or there's none of them available. So to describe it, it's like a pebble and it hangs off a lanyard around your neck. And the idea is that it sits precisely on your sternum. Has to yes. sit there. So you adjust the lanyard for it to sit on the sternum. And then you Sorry, download. to be, wait, can I just be a complete yeah. heathen? And oh, no, please. Where is your sternum? So it's the bone that, that is in the middle of your chest. So either side of your pectorals. So in between my boobs. Yeah, in between the boobs, cleavage. When I've got a bra on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whenever that is. Um, <laughs> So um, it's cartilage there, essentially. And if you look on a skeleton, all the ribs feed into the sternum. So the, the pebble, I'll take a picture right now as it's on. Yes. You, if you're watching on the Entail app, you're going to be able to see um, this stone thing sat in front of my chest here. Mm. Um, so you then uh, connect it to your phone and you download the Sensei app. Okay. Mm hmm. So and I'm going to read, uh, read a little bit from the pamphlet here. So it says. Um, feel the power of passive. And then it says, no previous mindfulness or meditation experience necessary. Effective from the very first time you use it, the benefits to your well-being are cumulative with regular sessions. Okay, so you put this thing, you rest it on your chest, you download the app, and then you choose some music or some sound from the app. They're very specific soundscapes that have been made for you to immerse yourself into this relaxed state. Yeah. So um, you put some headphones in. I mean, the noise cancelling headphones, I tried mine with. So you turn off all the noise from the outside. You find somewhere peaceful. In the pack is also this, which is a beanbag, heavy beanbag for your eyes. So you lie down on your back and you have this weighted beanbag that sits on your eyes like this. 
and then you press play depending on what meditation thing you want so it starts right and you, you lie down you, you want to be reclined or led on on the bed oh, so it's not a walking around standing thing not a walking around standing you'll be led down or on a reclining chair or something like that and it says here sensate works using near infrared uh, resonance via bone conduction on your sternum keep it snug against your chest laying down or reclining and adjust the lanyard to keep it in place the best results like with most things come with regular practice 10 minutes per day for a cumulative effect to tone the vagus nerve or the vagus nerve uh, and to improve natural relaxation have you ever heard of the vagus, vagus? Nerve. yes i have have you yes i've never heard of that before is it vagus mm. vagus i think it's vagus i think it's vagus v-a-g-u-s yes yeah, I think that makes Vegas. me think of Las Vegas. So I've done some some research on the uh, vagus nerve. So um, so this is from the medical news today. So if you're on the Entail app, you can um, you can look at this little document. But it's a nerve. It's the longest and most complex of the twelve pairs of cranial nerves that emanate from the brain and transmit information to uh, and from the surface of the brain to tissues and organs everywhere in the body. Um, so. I tried this earlier and obviously it vibrates this thing on your chest, which instantly makes you think, oh, this is a sexy thing. But anyway, I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's get rid of all of those thoughts in my, um, in my mind. And then I led there for a while and it went, it was going, bzz, bzz. and then the music started going, and then waves were crashing and stuff like that. And then it started to do different things, the machine. So it vibrated, but heavier. And then So slowly. is it dancing to the music in time with the music? It's doing something in conjunction with the music. It's, oh, okay. Music is speaking to it. It so can hear the track. You're getting the sound in your ears um, that's allowing you to relax. Obviously, you're in darkness because you've got the eye bag on. And then you've got this pulsating vibrations running through your chest. Now, at first, I thought... Oh yeah, I get it. You know, it's back, back vibrating on my chest. And then after about five or six minutes, it started to shoot through my body in a way I was not expecting. And then I started to feel it everywhere, like arms, legs, like... Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, deadly serious. And I was a bit like... Can I oh, say something? Yeah. I was not expecting that at all yeah. from you because I know that you are... Yeah. <laughs> I want to immediately stop this podcast right now and go and get mine out of the box and mm. go and use it. Yeah, well, I kept thinking, oh, well, am I like just a bit tired or something? And maybe I'm pretending to like it because a friend of mine's had something to do with it. You know? So then I just thought, just concentrate and concentrate and think and relax, relax, you know, try and empty your mind. And then I started to feel it again, like in, in different bits of my body, like, and you know, when you were talking about the, the singing bowls, and then you started to feel all that. The singing was, bowls changed, changed my life. Yeah, well, it, I, I can only assume it was a similar experience to that because I started to feel kind of weird, very relaxed. Um, and then the, 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 the feeling, not just in my sternum and my chest, but starting to resonate throughout my body. Wow. Thought, oh, this is a bit weird. So it says here what you should expect. Even though Sensate works from the first session, the overall results are cumulative. When finished, move slowly, take care. Um, sensate Can you effects... do it before bed? I'm definitely going to bed with it tonight, that's for sure, yeah. Um, improved sleep, time and quality, improved mood, reduced anxiety and increased resilience to stress. 
we recommend keeping an open mind and let us know what changes you've noticed. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much it is. I don't even know where you buy it from. I should have a quick look now. But um, I think it's very expensive. Really? I don't know why. I seem to remember uh, 200. It would be nice uh, to uh, to have the one that Fabio designed. God, yeah, it's £299. Yeah. Crikey, O'Reilly. Pre-orders still open. So maybe it's um, it's not actually launched yet, or maybe you can just get it on Indiegogo. Um, anyway, it was it was really good. I, I, really I think that that sounds amazing, but I don't think I'd pay £299 for it. it that's so expensive. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But too expensive. But if you go to, I mean, for if somebody had, it's worth us trying it out for a bit longer mm -hmm. because you have issues getting to sleep or yes. staying asleep or waking up early. Yeah. If this helps you, yes, or if somebody was really struggling with insomnia, it might be worth saving and saving or asking for birthday money i don't know like how you would get it mm. but if it really does fulfill those promises yeah i mean i i'm amazed that you said that i really was not expecting <laughs> yeah. because i know how cynical you are about yeah. things like yeah. that so that's really amazing i was worried because i thought oh god you know it's just a vibrating stone on my chest and then i was like oh my jesus and then i really I mean, felt felt myself go i really really enjoyed it also, I have recommended like a pelvic floor exerciser that cost 160 something pounds. Mm -hmm. And I recommended yeah, yeah. that very highly because you can use that every single day and it will cure incontinence. So, but there I, here I am saying, oh, 299 is a lot of money, but actually if it fulfills all those promises, yeah, then what price yeah, on a absolutely. good night's sleep? And reduction in stress more resilient to stress i love that language resilience Ooh, yeah. to stress great, isn't it? yes please i have some of that it says based on decades of experience of working with stress and trauma related conditions we are bringing a vagus nerve toning system to the mass market that will empower consumers to improve conditions like stress poor sleep and anxiety i definitely felt less anxious after i'd had a go on it Did you? yeah yeah and i have to say i thought Oh, I really want another go on this later. Can't wait. Wow. I know. And I was not expecting. That and at either. the end of 10 minutes, does it just stop at 10 minutes? And yes, the, 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 yeah, music, the music stops, settles, the whole thing. You know, if I remember, I mean, you choose, there's lots of things to choose from depending on what kind of thing you want. So mine felt like an ocean type mystery kind of floating through water. And <gasps> at the end of it, it was like a, a, a deep. <laughs> on my chest so i've got a little mini thing i'd like to talk to you about yep so do you remember school of life yes and well, we talked about um the amazing site that is school of life and all the things that it offers and how it's across every single platform and there are so many ways that you can absorb it um and one of the ways was uh, gifts and ideas of presents that you can buy people. So I had a quick look at the gift shop and I saw this game and it was just a card game, a little bit like Cards Against Humanity or What, uh, what Do You Meme? Mm -hmm. um, and it was called um, 
family, the family game. Family game, yeah. And, I, and it said, get, get the conversation started. Now, because of the tone of the School of Life, and it is about expanding your mind and getting conversation going and families and relationships, I thought, well, this game must be good. It, it must be something that all of us can enjoy together. So I bought one, and I bought one for you. Wonderful. And your family. And <clears throat> the way that it works is that um, you have a little box. There are some cards in it. And the cards uh, have different symbols on the back. And there are five sets of symbols. And these symbols um, pertain to gentle teasing, gratitude, self, memories, and regrets. Okay. And it says we may spend or have once spent more time with our family than with any other group. So at the moment, that is particularly true. But that doesn't mean that we always talk as much as we could when we're together. Well, mm -hmm. amen to that. This is a game to help us discuss what really matters. No one should be offended by anything that is said within the confines of the game. We had a bit of a problem with that the first time we played it, but okay. we've, got, we've got through that now. But if anyone would rather not answer a question they're allowed to skip three times during a game. So you, okay. you can just gloss over something. So you take the cards, you split them into the piles of all the things that I said before, but I'm going to read you out some of the questions because they're really good. I have literally okay. picked five cards, one from each um, uh, sort of sub subheader, and um, I picked them completely at random. So one of the self-questions... Uh -huh. is what positive things have you learned from your family? Okay. So that... that's a really nice yes. positive question that somebody can say something nice about other members of the family. It's always surprising stuff that people say, but you can't. So my son, bless him, he's 13. He's very mm. funny. And he came with the wrong energy the first time we played it. And he was, being, he was joking around a lot. Yeah. And um, the girls took it really seriously. And so they were all kind of, you know, too serious and he was too funny. So we came back with it like a better energy where we all understood what we were expected to do the second time around. And actually he's been amazing. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah. So uh, about what, so the gentle teasing, mm -hmm. about what is someone here a bit too scared? Okay, God. So like Tilly's would probably be, um going over a bridge okay but you get you get to say that about her right no yes so yes. if i get the card and i read that out it's about someone else about somebody else yes yeah. so you... there are some that have so the gratitude one mm -hmm. is what have people here done for you okay oh wow that's a big one mm. yeah regrets we all make mistakes, usually for very understandable reasons. Why might someone in this family have made a mistake? Why might be made a mistake? God. Okay. And memories. What country, other than your own, have you been very marked by? Okay. Great. That so sounds they're really yeah. thought-provoking, mm. mm. emotional... Um, yeah, well, they require some thought as well, don't yes. they? Not just like say whatever comes into your mind. It's like and you don't get to choose. You have to roll a dice to tell you okay. which card to pick up. So it's got a little symbol on the back of the card, 
and the dice has uh, okay. symbols yes. on each side. So there's a certain random element to it as well. Yeah. I, I really, really like the sound yeah. of the game. It's yeah. so good. I would highly recommend it. The family game okay. on the good. School of Life website. And you briefly mentioned that last week, actually. So it's quite, mm. uh, it's, uh, it, I, I like the idea that we follow up with things sometimes. Mm. So we mention something and then we actually really immerse ourselves in it for a bit and then have another, have another play with it. Um, good, I'm really looking forward to that. When I was growing up, um, I obviously wanted to be the lead singer of the world's most famous rock band. Rock band, whatever, yeah. Whatever that, mm. whatever that was going to be. Mm. And in the 80s, I wanted to be Prince for quite a long time. Oh. Um, so, so much so that I would have worn little high heels to school, you know. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, Michael Hutchins was a big thing of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. But, the other odd one of mine was uh, was Bono. Like I wanted to be um, Bono. Um, can I just say something? That is yeah. not odd. Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, he, well, he was hardly fashionable. Bono, although you two were the. Oh my god! But he was the coolest. He, he was, was the coolest man on earth. I think between the years of about 1987 and about 1994, he was very, very cool. Yeah. Um, but I've always been very fond of uh, Bono. Yeah. Um, uh, even when he started becoming friends with George W. Bush, you know, I thought it was quite fascinating. But, but did, I, I, didn't I, he I, have to do that? He did, yes. There were, well, there was this great... To kind of get his political yes. message. When he realised that he wanted to genuinely help the people of Africa in some way uh, and mm. the idea that he could give all his money to Africa and then he realised mm. that if he gave his 150 million to Africa, it would probably feed people for maybe half an hour and then mm. everyone would be starving again he thought oh my god how, how do you how do you kind of genuinely help you know millions of people dying of malaria and millions of people dying of aids mm. is that you get obviously other countries to um, to give them aid uh, and what he noticed uh, i read this really great book which is worth mentioning if you're on the entail app you'll be able to see it now but it was called bono on bono and it was i mean it sounds like a parody really but um it was a, a book by a French journalist called Mika Asseas, who followed Bono around for a couple of years and was given complete access to him, his private home. They took him on tour. The guy could ask him anything and, was, and had access to his life for quite a long period of time. And there's some very funny stories in there where you realise that the, the guy lives in a slightly different world and obviously has a perception of the world that's different from most people as well, which I think is fine. But it was really funny. I mean, there's a really interesting scene where he's at, at Bono's house uh, one Sunday afternoon and there's a knock at the door and Bono goes to answer the door and it's Mikhail Gorbachev at the door. <laughs> like, where on earth in the world would that happen? You know? At Bono's. Um, at, around at Bono's house. I mean, it's a sitcom, right? <laughs> at Bono's house. Like, and what's interesting about that, Bono's wife, Ali, runs a charity that looks after the children of Chernobyl. And of course, Mikhail yes, Gorbachev I've heard. was the, yes. of, uh, of, um, the old Soviet Union around that time. And Bono's house had lots of children in of Chernobyl because they, they foster kids from Chernobyl to live with them for a while. Because there was this amazing statistic, and it's worth looking up, but if you took a Chernobyl child out of Chernobyl for two weeks, you'll add about two years to their life. Just by them breathing some clean air for those two weeks, it, it, it has that big an impact. So there's a huge campaign to, to, for people to foster the children of Chernobyl in this country. Anyway, can I just can I just yeah. say one thing? Mm -hmm. I think it's Chernobyl. 
Uh, yeah, it probably is, but uh, from Preston, when we were talking about that acid rain coming over from Chernobyl, it were like, when's it going to start raining all acid over here in Preston? From where? From Chernobyl. You not heard about it? It's coming over. Um, yeah, you could well be right, uh, but that's what we all we all probably called it. All but I, that is that is what it would be up north. That yeah. would be the pronunciation. It's just a different pronunciation. Um, but of, of course, Bono and his wife felt a bit embarrassed that here, here comes Mikhail Gorbachev and then there was these kids there. But he went on to say it was one of the big reasons why he dismantled the old Soviet Union was after Chernobyl. He realised that... Really? Yeah, yeah. It was quite a turning point, I think, in his career. But, you know, it's just stories like that are in this book and they're just fascinating. But one of the most fascinating stories that was uncovered is that out of the 22 richest countries in the world giving aid to Africa, America was 22nd on the list. It gave the least amount of aid to Africa. Um, and Bono thought, oh, like, maybe there's something I could do about this using my fame and celebrity and all the rest of it. And uh, the, the, the president at the time was George W. Bush, and he realised that the only way, really, to try and encourage America to give more aid to Africa, which he thought mm. we could afford, was, was to become his friend. You know, that, that was mm. the thing. It was like, there was no other way around it. You, you had to find something he liked about it. So he bought him a, 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 an old Catholic Gaelic Bible um, because Bush was really religious. And then Bush invited him to the Oval Office and they read from this Bible together, apparently. And they formed a kind of weird friendship. And I think Bush agreed to help him with his quest in return for helping Bush get re-elected. So I think there was a little trade-off going on and Bush said, would you do the front cover of Time magazine for me and uh, I'll help you, you know, give you access to X, Y and Z. But there's a piece that talks about Bono going to Harvard Law School, not Harvard Law School, but Harvard School of Economics to learn about American economics, to work out how he could convince the Senate to give Africa wow. a billion dollars of aid. Anyway, I'm slightly drifting That's off. dedication. Peak, yeah, it's quite amazing. I think Bono's going to be one of those people that when he dies, there's going to be a series of huge stories that come out about the things yes. that he managed to persuade people to do. And love mm. him or hate him. I think he's probably a force for good in the world. But my point I don't was, know many people that would hate him. There's a lot of people online that just hate him, you know. That yeah, just, but they're probably the same people that just hate everybody. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, my point was he turned 60 this week, Bono, and he mm -hmm. did. Uh, have you gone to u2.com? He's written 60 letters to um, love letters to his favorite songs. Oh, 60 favorite songs. Billie yeah. Eilish. Billie Eilish is one of them, of course, yes. Can you imagine yeah. being an 18 year old girl? At the very height of your career, mm. I mean, she is so huge. And then to top it all off, you get a love letter from Bono. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> She'd probably go, who's Bono? And just the kind of love letter that you want about your music and how yes. great it is and yeah. how he compares you to some of the greatest yeah. acts there have ever been and which musicians you make him think of and what it is about your music that mm. he loves. Wow. Yeah, it's great. But, but if you wanted a little kind of trip through a music, musical memory lane, then it's well worth going onto youtube.com and just having a little look what's on it's, the list. Did you say youtube.com? Youtube.com. That's his website. Yeah. Um, all the letters are typed and then they're also transcribed. And what's it called? Um, 60? Um, 60 letters. Look. Is it a thing? Yeah, okay. 60, 60 letters from Bono, it's called. Okay. And they're all typed, and then obviously they're um, inscribed as well. But um, 
There's some really nice ones, but there's a really good one, I think, too. There's lots of things in there you wouldn't expect, you know, like the Fugees and Prince Kraftworks in there, Talking Heads are in there, Daft Punk, Pharrell Williams, Nile Rogers, Madonna, you know, Jay-Z. Um, there's lots of great ones, but there was, a, um, there was one I wasn't expecting, which was from The Verve, Bittersweet Symphony, which was... Wow. Ashcroft. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I can't imagine... That no. big thing, but the letter here says, "Dear Nick, Simon J, Peter, Simon T, and Richard, somehow I feel that we are connected. When you dedicated this song to our group, a little beat combo from Dublin at your gig in the Olympia last year, it meant everything. I didn't get to meet you for a low that night uh, as the road was running away from us, but everybody in the theatre got to meet you and each other on a higher plane. Years ago, I remember someone using the word mad to describe you." Um, to describe what you were about. Well, in a world of war, greed, and suffering, all I could hear was a higher form of sanity. Wow. I was with, <laughs> this is good. I was with some atheists that night at the Olympia who thanked God for your music, as I do. Some of your songs changed your life, some songs saved your life, and some songs are your life. On wow. My way, yeah, that's great. I it's love good. him. Yeah. On my way home, an angel-headed, uh, an angel-headed hipster sitting on the curb drinking from a can sung a cappella. All the lost who can't be found, who feel they're dead and hanging around. It's broken hearts who are breaking ground. We can sure hear the truth in your sound. Even a drunk can feel sober listening to you. The other way round to your fan, Bono. And then at the, oh. end, and, uh, at the end, it says, P.S. One thing, though. As is obvious, I don't go in for this group breaking up thing. I trust it was the kind of thing even a pliant male ego cannot sort. And it's quite nice, that, because there's a little dig there to say to Richard, come on, surely you can sort it out. Why did you have to break up, you know? Um, and I guess because bands like Coldplay and you 2 managed to stay together through thick and thin, you know, he seems a bit miffed that they couldn't actually do that. But I love the fact that he calls him a pliant male ego. Um, anyway, there's loads of them. Joy Division, Love Will Tears Apart, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I enjoyed that. Forever. Like, uh, it sounds like it's literally my playlist. Well. Sorry, there was one other song on here, which is one of the best songs I've heard introduced to me by Richard Curtis in the film About Time, is Nick Cave. Yeah. Into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms, oh Lord, into my Yes. Now, if you've never heard this song, the Entail app will bring it up right now. But it is just heartbreakingly brilliant. And again, Bono's done a little note to him. Um, and at the end, he says, all I discovered is there is no end to grief. And that's how we know there is no end to love your fellow pilgrim Bono. And that is really nice because I'm sure a lot of people know this, but um, Nick Cave and his wife lost one of their sons uh, in quite a tragic accident. He was a twin as well, wasn't he? And I believe Nick Cave sang that song at the funeral. And there couldn't be a more fitting song for a funeral, let alone the funeral of your own son. It's one of the greatest songs I think I've ever heard. And it's, I'm so delighted to see it on that list. 
but go to youtube.com and just have a little flick through. The playlists are all on Spotify and Apple Music as well. I think there's four hours of music in there. And, um, I, you know, just flicking through it, there's not a bad song in there. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's a delightful way to celebrate your 60th birthday, I would have thought. I'm going to do that for my 53rd birthday. <laughs> 53 love letters mm -hmm. to your favourite songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Um, but, like, I haven't got any of their addresses or anything, but I'll just <laughs> sort of, like, write them to myself and then yeah, yeah. Put, them, put them on a fire, like, sending it something to Santa and, like, maybe they'll feel it. Yeah. There was one other thing I was going to mention, which a good friend of mine, Phil Smith, the hairdresser, sent me a bottle of Dom Perignon champagne um, because I plugged his product a few times on, on this morning. I hadn't done it on purpose. It just so happens that he had a product that works very well <laughs> for doing people's roots. Um, and a very kindly sent me a bottle of Dom Perignon vintage 2008. And I thought, well, what's the deal with all this vintage business? So I'm going to save that for tomorrow's podcast, uh, the live one. But um, I found out some interesting things about Dom Perignon champagne uh, today. Uh, doing a bit That's going to be frustrating because people are going to be hearing this on Friday. Oh, they are. Well, tell you what, I'm going to save it for next Mondays then. Save it, save it for Monday. Yeah, well, I'll save it for next Mondays. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was quite interesting. Um, I, just to be clear, I wouldn't normally be drinking Dom Perignon champagne. Like, it's only because it was a gift. Michael, it's ridiculously. We don't think any less of you because you had a treat. Yeah, you are allowed to enjoy a lovely treat sometimes. Yes, well, I was treated. Uh, yeah. in this instance, and uh, thanks, Phil. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's very nice. <laughs> and I tell you what is lovely is when somebody appreciates something good that you've done. Yeah, that's always nice, isn't it? It means a lot. Mm. Oliver, thank you. Yeah. It's great. And I, I love saying thank you too. Mm. Um, what have you got on tomorrow? Are you busy? Um, I am very busy tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so we're doing our podcast. I'm oh, doing yes. um, a voiceover. I've got to walk the dog, exercise, go to the supermarket, cook lunch. Um, wow. Drop off uh, one of my best mates' uh, daughters. She's like a daughter to me. 16th birthday present at a gate. Yeah. Um, and sing happy birthday from the gate. Very good. Uh, dinner. Um, yeah, so busy, busy. Okay. Good. I mean, tonight I'm quite proud of myself. You know, I went for a run. Yeah, at well done. 9.30 at night. Yeah, that is impressive. Felt good though. Yeah, I bet it does. Running any time of the day is good. If anyone sat there thinking, I really should run, just go and run. Just do it. But I did a leg strength challenge thing with this trainer on my site called Lily. Oh, yeah. And I know I'm not going to be able to sit on the loo tomorrow. <laughs> you can. You know that feeling? I can feel it. Yeah, in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to kind of fall down onto the loo. Yeah. And uh, then kind okay. of push myself back up again. But I, it's the sitting down thing that's hard. And yeah. walking downstairs. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to call you tomorrow and see how you're getting on with that. Well, I'm going to go and have another go with Sensate to drift okay. me off to sleep. You're and addicted. I'm, I might put a Bob Ross on as well just to drift off to. If anyone's, oh. If anyone's not watched Bob Ross I've yet, watched my I've, first Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. And? It's amazing. Where has he been all my life? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with Tilly tomorrow. Tomorrow okay. night we're gonna we're gonna do in the evening we're gonna do a Bob Ross. Not do one, but like watch yeah, him. He just... is unbelievable. 
why is there not thank pro- you why is there not a program like that why is nobody making tv like that it's i so want weird. painting i want gardening i want all practical things i just want a lot of yeah we want painting we need another bob ross i totally agree it's such a relaxing program and the fact that it's unedited that's the thing i can't believe it's just they press record on the cameras for half an hour and then they press stop. That's and he, it. he must have a big clock somewhere because he goes, oh, I'm just running out of time. Out of time. Yeah, yeah. I better stop there. Oh, um, he, look at these. These are just lovely, these trees. Yeah. You want to, I mean, we might not even see these. These might get covered up, but we'll just put them in the anyway. <laughs> And I love the, you create the world you want to create, the happy little world. You create whatever you want. It's your world. It's your choice. It's the happiest place on earth. It's all down to you. It's like, holy shit, Bob. Like, I know. It's like a therapy session <laughs> and a painting lesson all at once. I totally, love yeah. Oh, it's great, isn't it? So, yeah, I'll, I'll stop wanging on about Bob Ross. But please, if you've not That's watched it it's good. BBC iPlayer, BBC4, bingo. Okay. Um, you, look, you, look, you look nice in that fitness gear. People don't realise that we can see each other because we, we record this audio, but we do it uh, through FaceTime. So um, yeah, I like the Do you like gear. it? Yeah, it's great. You look good in yellow. Do you? Yeah, do yeah. You? You do always look, yeah, you've always looked good in, in yellow. It's oh, a good colour on you. Uh, not everyone can, uh, you know, pull it off, but... Um, Thank you. Know, you. It's a winner-winner. Yellow vest dinner. Oh, yeah. I've noticed you've been um, touching your biceps a bit. Have you exercised them? Yeah. Am yeah. I sh- I'm showing off. You're a little basically. bit showing off. You're going like that. You're talking about something, but flexing and touching your own biceps while you talk to me. It's <laughs> God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, get away! Don't be daft. It's good. I, I, once you've worked them, you think, yeah, already. Yeah. Like, you know, Pumped. Yes. Totally. Okay, my darling. Um, take it easy. Totes. And uh, everybody out there, um, stay safe, you know, like, take it easy. And can we also finish off today's show by saying, we love our listeners. You are so interactive with us. Please stay in touch. Let us know what we could be recommending. Thank you for New Amsterdam. Um, Without you, I wouldn't have found it. So I really appreciate it. Michael and I love staying in touch with you on Instagram. It's Making the Cut podcast. Um, but yeah thank you very much for helping us make this show great thanks very much I I agree with everything she just said (laughs) like I can't add anything else to it other than that I'm very grateful goodbye and uh, yeah goodbye stay in touch Uh, yeah and and on that bombshell good night flexibility is great that's why there's yoga Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.